you mean you don't have a, a team uh, just sit, sitting in, in the room in your basement ready no, no, to go please. at all times? No, Alan, come on. It's it's a box labeled resources <laughs> that <laughs> well, the company leadership just expects you to reach into, grab out however many resources you need, and, and you're done, right? Yeah, and then yes. and then they come they hit you up a week from now. Hey, do you need more resources? Why don't I just go and get more of those, right? See, see, <laughs> this this is a prime example of me not having the experiences that you do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not a fun experience. So, uh, yeah, I I definitely don't enjoy that conversation. Look, look at me, I'm the resource. Now. <laughs> I am the resource now. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, looks like we're back. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's, we are. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely has. My gosh, so much has changed. Uh, so much to catch everybody up on, right? Yeah. What, what have you been up to these uh, past few months? Uh, since... <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm in a new role. Um, that's very, very exciting and is uh, proving to, to be a a a wealth, a font of interesting topics to talk about. Um, the uh, the side hustle continues to hustle. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's the major things from my side. What about you? Uh, well, so I, I started a, a new position back in last November, I think. Uh, been here since and very similar to you. There's it's, There's been a lot of uh, uh, things happening that that uh, is going to contribute to some some topics we're going to talk about. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I love interesting. it. Th- this podcast, I-, I think there's a lot of interesting topics to talk about. And and I think as uh, we've both undergone some new experiences, I think there's uh, even more things that, you know, I'd certainly like to talk about. I know you have a couple of topics you'd love to talk about as well. Um and and sort of like this where it's going where where we want to get it and all of that i'm sort of learning to put that aside for a bit you know and uh and and just letting the experience be what it is uh that's that's kind of how i'm coming into this yeah yeah i think um this is not our our full-time job or anything so that's that's sort of why it's not gonna be our, our main priorities here just just take it as it comes um with that being said, I don't know who all these new listeners are, but it might be worth uh, jumping into, you know, who we are, um, just as a refresher. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and get started. I'm I'm Alan, uh, one of your lovely uh, hosts here. Um, <laughs> been a, a a software engineer for some ten ish years. Oh wow, that's a long time. Yeah, um, and uh, you know that's that's what I've been doing this entire time. Uh, jumping from language to language, company to company, um, and just experiencing different things as I go along. Yeah, I uh, guess I'll go next. Uh, I mean, my name is Min. Um, same as you, Alan. I've been in the, this industry uh, double digits years now, and that's a, a really scary thought. But um, my, my course has taken a little bit of a different direction I am a little bit more focused on the people side of things. Uh, for most of my career, I was engineering in Java and and, and JVM uh, languages. Um, you know, doing your your average backend engineering type work. 
in the last several years, though, I've uh, really changed direction to towards management, and I've really found that that's the the place that I that's the kind of work that I really like doing. I like working with people. Um, I I actually hate managing projects, you know. Uh, and I realized that about myself. I really do like working with people and seeing them grow and and change and uh, unlock new new levels for themselves. You know, um, recently I have taken on a new role that's more focused around organizational success. Uh, on paper, it looks really really simple. Uh, it's basically just doing onboarding for an entire company, uh, well, an entire engineering org, but really the mission I'm, I'm working towards is uh, enabling people to be successful in a shorter amount of time. That's kind of how I'm thinking of it. Uh, and I think that that sort of is a nice little, uh, uh, I, I don't want to call it a capstone because I intend to do so much more, but you know, <laughs> it's uh, sort of a nice progression of, yeah. of my interests and, and uh, things that I've done. So it's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> it's it's interesting because something I've I've noticed uh, just in in my short time span in in tech is that people's careers as engineers tend to progress to to some form of leadership, whether that's uh, management like yourself or or even technical leaders where they are guiding technical decisions and less so uh, being in code. Um, I don't know how pervasive that is, but it's it's a trend that I've noticed, um, and I'm I'm also noticing this trend where they are making dis where companies are making distinctions between um, people leadership and technical leadership. Uh, company I I interviewed for uh, a little while back, like I expressed interest in in leadership, and uh, they're like, well, you have multiple paths. You have management, you have people leadership, and you have technical leadership that that's crazy to me because i always assumed like management was going to be the next next step up yeah i i think that that's a very very common uh it's a common theme <laughs> just with the things that we talk about but uh yeah i think you're absolutely right it's it's one of those um things that i began to really appreciate as well uh in in my later years i i guess i'll put it uh there there really is a difference you know and uh, and I like what you put. Uh, I like what you said about just leadership in general being a natural progression. Uh, I think you know it makes sense. As as scared and as much of an imposter as a lot of us feel, uh, when you've been doing it a while, the new people do look to you to sort of guide them along, right? And uh, even if you felt like you didn't do the greatest job getting where you are. Um, you still made it, right? You still made it out on the other side of that. And there's plenty of people who are just starting who look at that and say, I don't care how you feel that you did. Tell me how you did it. What advice do you have for me? You know? Right, right. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to counter your point there about natural progression. And this, this is a, a topic that I've been thinking about a lot this last year is um, the idea of the the forever engineer, mm. someone who doesn't aspire to lead or doesn't aspire to to want to manage, they're just great technically or not, mm. but they just want to focus on execution of work. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, I I don't know what sort of career path 
those type of people go on because it's like if you're not going to to step into a leadership role you know with your tenure at any given place what do you do with them like <laughs> i i don't know because you know i i'd be interested to know you know with your your experience as a manager like what do you do with yeah them? yeah you know i i've all i've always thought that like that there should actually be space for for individuals like that there absolutely should be i think uh um what you i think what managers tend to overlook though is that we we quickly bucket things you know like we we have a tendency to just bucket things like um just as an example oh that's a troublemaker over there you know or or oh that person's a great architect and then you just you sort of pigeonhole them in that the the reality is like that comes and goes right that comes and goes and that changes uh sometimes on a day-by-day basis and it changes on a project per project basis so I think it's a little bit more fluid. There might be situations where you have an engineer who um, is simply just not interested in this project, company, or, or particular uh, milestone, and they may want to just take more of a backseat and just execute, right? Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. And it also doesn't mean that, that that same person wouldn't be incredibly motivated uh, leading a new initiative to, say, introduce some technology shift. Right. Right. I think that the the hard part for a manager is to keep very, very close tabs on that and to not fight the 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 person when, you know, they're they're feeling a particular way on that, but making room for it. Um, And so, like, you know, going back to your original question, what do you do with individuals like that? I think you find them the projects that they want to be working on in whatever capacity that looks like. And, and then you build out the team around that, right? Uh, you don't, don't build an entire team who's full of just individuals like that, that you're, you're going to have a hard time, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess that's why teams <laughs> exist, right? Yeah, that's why teams exist. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, I, I won't lie. That's, that's something I struggle with. There, there are absolutely days where I'm like, yeah, leadership seems cool. And then other days, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just want to focus on code. Don't, don't bother me. Don't talk to me nothing oh yeah oh yeah hey and 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 i i feel that way too you know i feel that way uh still to this day there are certain situations certain tasks we'll say um that just get you feeling that way yeah i think i think as a it is as a general i don't know what i'm trying to say in general i think in society (laughs) we we're always trying to to, we're, we're always focusing on growth, like nonstop mm-hmm. growth. Um, and I, I think sometimes that doesn't seem sustainable. Like let's, let's give some space to let these people just be happy with where they're at. Um, yeah. and I, I, you know, like you can look at my resume. I've been a just software engineer. No, no, no titles beyond that. Just pure software engineer my entire career. And I'm like, I, for the most part, been pretty happy as, as that. No, no higher responsibilities, no, yeah. <laughs> nothing, just execution. Um, and so, you know, having stepped into a position where, where uh, I am sort of seen as the lead um, mm-hmm. really reinforces, uh, you know, what I liked about that, what I liked about leading. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, there's some days where I'm just like, I just want to go back to executing and not having to make decisions. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I think that's the, that's like the eternal tension 
you know, about like titles and expectations. And like, I've been thinking about this a lot too, because, you know, uh, I mean, helping people actually be successful, like that's, that's kind of the name of my game. But what you, what you tend to realize is that like people float in and out of that a lot, you know, and it's, and, and for a society that sort of likes to put a label on you and, uh, and, and just conveniently treat you as that for forever. Like that's, that doesn't work very well. You know, that doesn't gel very well in that sort of model. Um, that's, that's like, yeah, once you're a senior, I, in fact, I just had a conversation today, uh, with a gentleman who is, um, you know, a, a senior plus staff level engineer, um, uh, that's, that's just a, at the place I'm currently working, that's the level above a senior engineer. Um, and he was very, very concerned or he expressed some concern around whether or not he's fulfilling that expectation. Right now, the particular, I can't go into like details about the particular situation, but basically, uh, they're, they're in an assistance mode. They're, they're in a current mode where the highest priority for the business is not uh actually having the his team go and and you know build new software it's actually assisting uh an initiative that's already in progress right right he expressed to me this concern that you know in this mode i'm really just an engineer like i'm picking tickets i'm working them and i'm executing on them right and he he asked me is that okay even though i'm at this senior plus level Shouldn't I like, where does, how does the whole tech leadership being a, a, you know, a technical leader, how does it fit into that expectation? And I told him, it's like, well, you know, it's, that's perfectly okay. Because the need in this current position is not for you to suddenly jump to the front and start making architectural decisions. Right. And I sort of told them, well, there's this element of, of maturity and stability that comes with a more we'll just say seasoned engineer, right? Mm -hmm. One that can deal with a little bit more uncertainty and one that can deal with a little bit more uh, loose requirements, shall we say? And that's the way that you can be, you know, senior plus in this situation. You don't need to be architecting and and no one will be grading you that, oh, you didn't architect any, any decisions here. And that's perfectly okay. Like, I think naturally we find ourselves in these positions, right? And it's it's sort of, uh, it, you've acquired a lot of tools. I, sometimes I like to use this analogy. You've acquired a lot of tools in your tool belt, but not every job is going to require every last tool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fair. I like that analogy. <laughs> I do. Totally Still got the analogies. <laughs> yeah, right? You're, so, you're, you're full of them, actually. <laughs> Pull something. <laughs> it's it's enough to pull in thousands of listeners. So. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, so so hey, that that's true. It's like there's there's something to say about you know being seasoned, as you put it, mm-hmm. uh, having having tenure, um, building up skills of all sorts of different things: people yeah. skills, DevOps, tech, whatever. Yeah, um, and it's i think i think you're right where uh a good senior senior plus engineer is just someone who can execute very well but they also have more tools underneath their belt to be able to say i've seen this problem before yes these are the tools that we should use to solve it 
yeah they they just see a little bit more like they see more dimensions of it you know like uh it, it's weird my mind is going to like dr strange and marvel and everything <laughs> where he sees like the multiverse and everything like that <laughs> yeah, uh but but it's sort of that aspect right like the the concrete material thing that you're doing uh might not look very sophisticated but you see it from a lot of different angles and and whether or not you utilize every last one of those like that's that's a different question right that's depends on the situation and all of that um going back to something that you said earlier you know your your resume and you've had uh you know software engineer through the entirety of that um I would be willing to bet, despite that, the types of impacts and influences that you've had on the the companies you've worked for, the positions and the teams, has probably changed a little bit throughout that time, right? Oh yeah, you can yeah. see. <laughs> it's 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 crazy because um, it's not something that I strived for, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it happens, and yeah, I th- I think that's just a natural, well, full circle here, natural progression, yeah, of the experiences <laughs> I've experienced at every single company, coming back and solving the things that I'm now seeing, um, whether or not I want to identify as a leader, um, right? It just it just comes out because you've experienced this before, yeah. You know, we should rename this from work in progress to life in progress, you know, because that's really more <laughs> F- uh, funny thing. Just yesterday, um, really, really cool. And, and I'm going to kind of relate it back to the uh, the point that you just made there. Uh, we were out after work. Uh, we were just starving. So we went and got some tacos, uh, some really t- some tacos at this like local place that I, I just um, we're big fans of. Anyways, we're sitting there eating tacos, uh, some street tacos, and uh, on the TV, it's playing one of my favorite movies uh, just throughout my life. Uh, I've seen multiple times, Forrest Gump. (laughs) (laughs) It's playing Forrest Gump, and and I'm just like, I'm sucked into this. Uh, I've seen it probably a dozen times throughout my entire life and, you know, through various phases of my life. and I, I've enjoyed the movie thoroughly every single time. What you just said, though, I'm going to tie it back to uh, to Forrest Gump because what I sort of sat and realized in that moment as I was like watching Forrest Gump again, the his entire life is this story of so many profound and amazing, impactful things, and he never once did any of that with any intention. He never once was like focused on a goal to to you know become a football star, a ping pong star, a war hero, a, a, a business person, a successful uh, shrimp business person. You know, <laughs> he just lived his life, and he let his experiences take him wherever, right? Yep. But throughout all of that, he's had profound impacts and and cultural impacts on the world, right? That's kind of the story of Forrest Gump. He he goes on that cross country walk that becomes this movement, right? And then he he takes this dude's uh, towel, he wipes his face with it, and it turns into that little smiley face, right? And that turns into like an entire <laughs> an entire uh, line of t shirts. Um, it's all of those little things, right? And and it makes me think about what you just said there. Sometimes we don't necessarily intend for our our presence, our role 
to have like profound impacts. In fact, oftentimes we have those impacts when we don't try to put that expectation, right? Yep. Yep. Now, the, the hard part with all that, though, is even if, you, if you're not intending to do it and you have responsibilities then thrust upon you, it's, it, can, <laughs> it can be very hard to swallow. <laughs> yeah. I see. I, I think a, a, a very wise person uh, said, like, expectations are the root of all unhappiness or, or so. I think actually you've said that at some point to me. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I was probably reading it from somewhere. Uh, I think that's so true. And and yeah, it like when you find yourself in those positions, it um, it it can be very draining. You know, it can be very draining, and it can be very uh, uh, you can sort of feel very stuck. Yeah, it's it's yeah. um, it's one of those plays it plays into imposter syndrome because once you're in that situation you're like i never had training on this i've never had any sort of mentorship around it i don't know right. who to go to for help and if there's there's the the expectation that you are you are the answer you should know this yeah um and i think that's that's <laughs> something that you know even i struggle with is is understanding it's like it's okay to not know mm-hmm. um but being being forward about it, being accepting that this is something un, uncharted waters for you uh, yeah. goes a long way, uh, especially if there are people that look up to you um, and look to you for for guidance. Because uh, yeah. you know something we should normalize is it's okay not to know everything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's okay not to know everything, and and it's okay to 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 say this. Look, this is my best guess. Yeah. You know. And, and it's, it's, it, it should be more, it should be normalized to say like, Hey, your best guess doesn't always have to be a smashing success. Right. <laughs> yeah. And here's, here's the crazy part. Again, this is why teams exist. Lean into your team. Yeah. If, if there's something you don't know, ask your team for, for their ideas. Cause you know what? They might have their own experiences. They might've solved the problem that you're struggling to solve. Um, course if you're the the first engineer on a team that that gets kind of (laughs) hard yeah you know i uh, this this is probably a topic for another time but uh i i'm really starting to give a lot of thought as to like the team dynamics like that like what what kind of team you're joining and sort of the expectations that sit around that um the way i'm seeing it is you know uh, onboarding a lot of, of new people. I'm onboarding managers as well. Some of the managers have teams that they're inheriting. Some have no team and they're building one. Um, some are expected to have a team, but don't, right? <laughs> uh, all sorts of those interesting situations. And it's really giving me a lot of uh, opportunity to think about how you make the most out of those situations, right? And, and, uh, and, and sort of like how you should approach some of those situations. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff. You, you mean you don't have a, a team uh, just sit, sitting in, in the room in your basement ready no, no, to go please. at all times? No, Alan, come on. It's, it's a box labeled resources <laughs> that <laughs> well, the company leadership just expects you to reach into, grab out however many resources you need, and, and you're done, right? Yeah, and then yes. and then they come they hit you up a week from now. Hey, do you need more resources? Why don't I just go and get more of those, right? 
see see this this is a prime example of me not having the experiences that you do (laughs) oh that's not a fun experience so uh yeah i i definitely don't enjoy that conversation look look at me i'm the resource now (laughs) i am the resource now Uh, we joke about that but that's actually pretty that that is pretty common that's a really really common uh situation and and you know it's um it like i'm gonna be completely honest here it it happens even in the best of intentions uh and and sometimes you know uh really really good uh quality leaders in quality in in many other ways um they still fall into that trap you know it's Mm -hmm. just part of the lingo uh, and and it's sort of the lingo that we need to evolve, you know, yeah. uh, in in pursuit of that, like just treating people as people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are not resources. People are not resources. Just being complete, like to be explicitly clear, people are not resources. And it ties exactly back to what we were saying earlier too, right? Uh, they they just because they have senior engineer in their title doesn't mean that they always want to be tech leading every last thing mm-hmm. doesn't mean they want to be making decisions every for every uh, situation um and, and it also doesn't mean that they don't enjoy simply sitting there and building something cool yeah yeah for sure who yeah i just had to make sure <laughs> resources yeah. uh well shoot so 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 earlier we talked a little bit about uh these new roles that you're in um so tell me like uh, maybe let's let's take this in a fun direction for a minute uh tell me not the positive stuff's going but what are you struggling with oh geez yeah let's let's go in that direction what are some of the things that you're struggling with here responsibilities (laughs) (laughs) responsibilities So you and me both. So I'm I'm on a very very small team right now. Mm-hmm. It's just me and another engineer, and um, we are in a where we're working with Elixir. I'm I'm fairly new to it. I mean, I don't, two and a half years uh, using Elixir, so I, I'd say that's still fairly new for me. I can navigate it and everything, but uh, the other engineers uh, more experienced with Go, and so you know we. We just went through a brand relaunch, which was a, a pretty big lift. Um, but one thing where we're struggling with is we have this this company is ambitious with what it's trying to do, <laughs> and we, we only have two engineers right now. Um, and so, you know, with with ambitious goals means you know tight deadlines to make sure we're we're for, uh, first to market. I think is the right term there. Yeah. Um, with this this new business model, uh, and so it's it's been it's been hard trying to, to manage, you know, all the new work that we need to get done, but also supporting existing work because, you know, um, I'm, I'm still learning Elixir. Uh, mm. the other engineers learning Elixir as he goes. Um, so it's, it's, we've, we've hit a few road bumps, but at the same time, still got to hit those deadlines. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah, that's that's one of the biggest struggles. But um, I think that's that's fairly normal for for startup life, you know. Yeah. Uh, pivoting requirements and trying to support all the old stuff while also pushing real hard on new stuff. 
yeah you know you you say that's a requirement of startups i am starting to feel like that's just a requirement of working in software period <laughs> you know no matter what kind of company you work for at some point there's um you know a a a large looming deadline uh man we should talk about that sometime just mm. deadlines in general i think uh my relationship with deadlines has kind of changed a bit through throughout the years uh, <laughs> yeah yeah but same z's so i mean how... so yeah yeah go. sorry go go ahead i was gonna say at some point we uh we hired a new vp but during that the the hiring process we we interviewed a couple of candidates and at, at least two of them had very similar comments that kind of stood out to me is sometimes you need to to let the failures be be sometimes you need to make apparent the cost of failures and mm. he's not saying, mm. you know, miss deadlines or anything, but just just not overworking yourself because, uh, you know, some other team, some other, uh, you know, external vendor couldn't yeah. meet their 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 own goals um, and not to, you know, spend day and night trying to work around it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, speaking of deadlines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I. uh Wow, I I think that on its own, I, I probably need to spend a little bit of time just thinking on that. I I have a lot of like swirling thoughts on on what you just said, and I don't think I can like uh quite wrangle that into a coherent sentence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so we I think um I can't speak to your personality. I I haven't worked with you directly, but for, weird, huh? Yeah, right. Maybe that's on purpose. Uh, <laughs> Um, but like for me, it's, I take deadlines pretty seriously. I think that's just been drilled into me because of what, 12, 16 years of schooling. Yeah. That, yeah, that public education college, you know, if you miss a deadline, you get, you get marked down on your, your grade, you could fail. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for, for me, looming deadlines suck, but yeah, it, it becomes a, I need to get this done or, the alternative is I'm out of a job. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that's the type of pressure that I operate under. Definitely yeah. not healthy, but it's it's been drilled into me pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, like just to talk about that for a little bit. Uh, schooling, I felt like had the opposite effect for me because rather than looking at it as, okay, you know, I have to get this done on this deadline, my mind immediately goes to how bad would it be if I didn't? Like, am I still, in... <laughs> how close are we to that line to where we can still skirt by? Uh, I, I think that that has probably colored a lot of my perceptions because actually when I think about big decision-making, uh, that's a strategy I employ quite often. I'm thinking, uh, how bad is it if I don't? <laughs> Oh, or how bad is this if we just don't do that? I feel like uh, I feel like the stakes have certainly changed since school. But oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. This but is uh, like a, work is is definitely the <laughs> never ending group project. Oh my goodness, that's a great analogy for it. <laughs> oh, like yeah, like something something that's been made very apparent. Like this is the smallest team I've ever worked with in my mm. life. Um, and one of the, the biggest takeaways is 
if if any one person has any any struggles, any life issues that takes them away from the work, the effects of their their presence or lack mm-hmm. of presence is more acutely uh, felt by the rest of the team. Yeah. Like some yeah. of the bigger teams I've worked with, someone could go on vacation for like weeks and we'd still chug along. Here, yeah. someone goes on vacation for a week and you have half your knowledge base gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you on the on the flip side of that, because the 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 natural trade-off for something like that is that the wins are big, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, a you know again another analogy: fewer fewer players to split the pot with, right? <laughs> I, um, yes, yes. My my pessimism says that this is um, who's that the the is like a Greek myth where the guy's just pushing the boulder up a never-ending hill. <laughs> I feel like that's software. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I'm lo- Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is, is so, that Sisyphus? Is that Sisyphus? That sounds sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> he's pushing the boulder up the hill eternally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is, is that not oh. software, though? You're never done? <laughs> oh, man. See... I, I actually like think that that's uh, I, I was kind of alluding to it. That's I think one of the big um, changes in in perspective that, that I've I've picked up over the years with regard to deadlines. Uh, they are they are a little bit of that um, supposed to be that goalpost, you know. Mm-hmm. At least if done if set correctly and used correctly, that's that's sort of your point where you get to say, cool all the changes, all the tech that all the blah, it's done. It's done for what it is, you know? Yeah. And, and, and unless you decide there's a new goalpost that you're going to continue pushing that, <laughs> that boulder uphill, uh, you, you don't have to, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what teams are for. You, you that's... can, you can take a break and let someone else push <laughs> for this iteration. Uh, boulder's <laughs> always got to move though. Boulders yep. always gotta move. Man, what a what a bleak what a bleak uh outlook. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't have my whiskey pre-show. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, see, we gotta there's a couple of things we gotta bring back. <laughs> oh no, my goodness. It's 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 been fine. I like as as strange as it is, this is this feels this still feels normal. Like even with deadlines and everything, but that's that's probably because I've done this for so many so so long you know yeah um doesn't make it any less difficult but Mm -hmm. i've also got tools on uh how to say no yeah i mean (laughs) that's that's good just big right um and i think uh you know you know tying back into our our talk about you know what what makes you a leader is being able to say no on behalf of the team because oh, yeah. you know oh, exactly yeah. what's going to come if the team just does whatever they're told to do. Right. Um, so as, as bleak as it might seem, <laughs> there, there are ways to, to mitigate it. Right. Oh man. Sometimes don't you get a little bit tired of, uh, of playing that role of the doom, doom speaker, the doomsayer. <laughs> You're like, if we continue in this way, it will lead to disaster. <laughs> what's, what's the, the Batman quote there? <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some people just want to see the world burn. 
Not the one I was thinking of. Not the one you were thinking of? (laughs) But applicable. (laughs) Either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain? Oh, I like that one. Yeah. (laughs) Either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. You know, I quit a job saying that. I I quit a job uh, saying that. Where I was like so burned out of it. I was like, you know, boss person... You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And I'm choosing to die. <laughs> now you're uh, back. Now I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, I, I, I usually uh, offset my um, doom speaking, constant doom speaking with a bunch of dad jokes and puns. So if you've ever worked with me, <laughs> there's, a, there's a nice balance. <laughs> Mm, yeah you know that's that's uh, that's what it's all about good balance at the end of the day right yeah um yeah this is a this has been fun i uh i'm looking forward to doing just uh more of this kind of stuff you know and and kind of touching back on uh one of the earlier themes that we talked about uh putting expectations aside you know and just letting the experience be what it what it is going to be uh, I think we have just in this little chat touched on a number of different topics that we that, you know, either of us could uh, probably talk at length about. Um, and it's just interesting stuff to explore. Right. Yeah. Uh, we no. don't need to make this anything that it doesn't need to be. And the and... best part is, is that even if you learn it once, you're going to relearn it again. Oh, One yeah. Or another. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh yeah if you're interested in in hearing us re-explore a lot of these things relearn a lot of these things ourselves and and maybe you'll hear it and learn it for the first time or or relearn it yourself uh check us out subscribe listen and uh and let us know what you like 